Hey everyone, this is Shadows. And Chaos. We're from the Shadows of the Moon podcast. We're here to tell you about Anchor and how it's the easiest way to make a podcast. And I heard it's free. It is free. There's also a creation tool that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So I don't have to upload and change platforms? Nope, not at all. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you, so it'll be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Without me having to do it? Yep. And you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Are you kidding me? Not at all. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So go ahead on over, download the free Anchor app, or go to anchor.fm, A-N-C-H-O-R.fm to get started. And that's with a capital A. Hello, everybody. Good morning. How's you? Oh, I went live. Thank you for letting me know that. My notifications. What is going on? Hold on, getting... Pop-out chat over here in D-Live. What's going on, everybody? Morning music. (laughs) Morning music to start the day. You're the best. You guys are the best. What is up? Don't mind that chair over there. (laughs) There we go. Hello. We got Heather in the house. Freaky geek, Nicole. Nooks. Chocolate mooncake time. That's right. Chocolate mooncake time. Hello, my Danielle. What is up? I got this one hair that's sticking out over here. Just wants to stick right out. What is going on? Danielle is in the house. What is up? I was going to wait for Eddie to get back, but he's taking too long. Yes, Andy, you can see right through him. (laughs) <laughs> and they is in the house. Watch out. Oh, let me send out my Twitters. Today is Monday. Andy's in the house. Andy's new sound. <laughs> hey, Jesse. How are you? Oh, what the fart? Right? That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I know, that's why he's going to get breakfast. Exactly, Freaky. He's more than lost weight. He's off to get breakfast. That's right. How are you doing, Jesse? Long time no see. Hope all is well. Hey, Rain. Hey, hey, how you doing? How you doing? For Amazon stuff. You get you buying Amazon? Amazon, my friend. <laughs> Thank you for the lemons. 
Heather, thank you so much. You're focusing on more anime stuff now and lights. Very cool. I saw your thing over there on um, Instagram. Ryan is still here. Yes, you're still the leader. <laughs> you're the leader of the pack. Yeah, my Streamlabs isn't working. What's up with that? Yeah, I'm sure it'll come on soon, hopefully. Oh, and Ryan, just so you know, thank you for the ice cream, Nicole. Just so you know, level seven, buddy. Ha <laughs> ha, catching you. Level seven. Both of my children are here. I love it, love it, love it. Thank you, Jesse, for the ice cream. Did I sign in? What's going on here? Come on, Streamlabs, what's up? Dashboard. There we go. Sorry, guys, just trying to get everything going. I can't see chat at the moment. Hold on one second. Nobody swear. Because, you know, you know I like to see that. <laughs> um, Timers. Okay, there we go. I don't know. I don't know why it's not working. Hey, Gillian, you're not late. Nobody's ever late. There goes Streamlabs. Nobody's ever late. When you get here is when you get here. Good morning, everybody. Good afternoon. Good evening. What game? Do we want to tell her what game, Mr. Minkster? <laughs> it's a kid's game. It's a kid's game. We're, we're back to playing something that he's... Who did that? Nicole? Freaking Nicole. <laughs> Turn that down a little bit. Um, it's Wizard 101. <laughs> he used to play that all the time. <laughs> yes, Hopscotch. That's what it is. See, it only does, I think you got to be in all caps. I don't know, maybe not. I know, Nicole is always causing trouble. That's why, you know, that's why we have to eat extra cookies. <laughs> that's right. I got to, I got to work up things for the, you're the best. See, I'm scared of, that's low, but I'm, I'm scared to turn it up because you guys like to freak me out. Poor, <laughs> I was messing around, speaking of points and double points, I was messing around with Andy yesterday, not Andy, I was messing around with Eddie yesterday. He was at the store, and so I sent him a voice tag, and I was like, double points. He accidentally sent it to me, Ryan, and Taylor, or not Taylor. Oh, uh, what the me, Ryan, and Danielle's, um, and Savannah's group chat on Facebook. <laughs> and Danielle was like, what the heck? <laughs> and it's just mom going double points.
Yeah, I know. I know, Danielle. She was so confused. <laughs> and Eddie didn't realize he'd done it. And he's like, what are you talking about? I didn't send anything to group chat. It's like, no, you sent it. <laughs> they are double points. <laughs> it was funny. It was funny. Right? Right? <laughs> yeah, it's Andy talking devilish. Double points. I. So now everybody's trying to get their points. <laughs> I will figure out something to put on YouTube, the YouTube side of that, to for that gold. I don't know yet. I think I can do the same thing with the, you know, like I do with the WTF. Oh, here it comes. Right, Danielle? <laughs> I don't think it, does it do it over in, yeah, because you guys were doing it over in DLive the other day. See, it does it when it wants to. I don't know what the heck's going on with it. <laughs> Danielle, I had to rehear it just in case I wasn't able to hear what it was. Ha <laughs> ha. I know. That's a long delay. If it is the whole capital points, it's a long delay. Same with us fan when it first happened. Boy, did Shadow's eyes show the surprise. I know. It scared the hell out of me. I never heard that before. I don't know if I, I don't think I did it. I don't remember doing it. Double yeah, it's got to be through D-Life D because Heather just spent zero moon cookies. And so did Nicole. So I don't know. Hey, Patrick. Yeah, it's definitely I point or exclamation point. Also, don't use up the cookies. Well, I'm going to have to change that. No, <laughs> I remember. <laughs> They're all having fun with the points <laughs> over in D Live. <laughs> yeah, when it first happened, it scared the crap out of me. I mean, I do remember going, going through sound bites. But, I don't know. See, I'm going to have to put all this, uh, yeah, you want a cookie? Fluke, you want a cookie? <laughs> it is kind of creepy. It is. It was my fault here in D-Live. It started with me. I know. <laughs> oh, man. That's funny. That's funny. Yeah, it did. It scared the shit out of me. I'm not going to lie. It really did. I mean, I like I said, I remember looking through the sound bites and everything, but I know that is your fave, Heather. <laughs> Patrick was the ringleader, not Nicole. It switched up. I know. They switched it up. 
See, you guys are playing. You oh, guys, what the I know. That's what I'm saying. You guys are like switching it up on me. I got to watch out who I watch out for now. The best bit, Missy, was that when you turned around to look at the fictitious cryptoid, and as you did, the double. Yeah, that's what's. I know. I'm like, uh, and then I look around, and then that happened. It scared the shit. I'm like, that's not cool. <laughs> you got all are trying to kill me and give me a heart attack. <laughs> when he sent the message recording to the group chat, the whole chat was active then. I know. Everybody came. <laughs> me, you. Eddie, well, Eddie, not so much, but Ryan, you, Savannah, all of us started talking. <laughs> Everybody figuring out what the hell double points was. I know, that was pretty funny. Hey, Rain, did I say hey to you? Hey, Rain, yeah, you when you came out, okay. <laughs> it's Monday, guys, it's Monday. Come on now. <laughs> but yeah. It was it was funny. I'm like, why? Who sent it in the group chat? And then I looked. <laughs> Double points. Good try. Good try, guys. There's that door. I hear him. <laughs> I know Mr. Minkster is at work, so he shouldn't even be in here. <laughs> was it the, that the original voice or no it was me I sent a message Jandy to Eddie yesterday the double point double point oh. and then we were talking because uh, Ryan and, and Danielle were in here or Danielle's still in here but I think Ryan left but uh, he's working anyway but how you send it to group chat and everybody's like what's going on <laughs> He gained more weight, Eddie, or Andy, are you happy? Who gained more weight? Because you weren't in your chair. Andy's like, he's he's lost oh. weight, I see. <laughs> <laughs> you all right? <laughs> yeah, I was on a miracle diet. Yes. <laughs> a miracle, he wasn't here. Hey, guys, how's everybody doing? I know, Nicole. I will definitely put some over in um, to spend for the gold and everything that um, over in YouTube portion of it. <laughs> Jesse, wish it was a Sunday. That's my fun day. That's my fun day. <laughs> Sunday and Saturday. Now that song is going to be in my head all day. <laughs> so what have I missed? Not much. We're just shooting the shit. Tell them how. You shooting it into the fan or? No, oh, okay. I'm, not, I'm not dumb. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're playing. Are you off work today? Did you hear what I said, Ryan? Level seven, buddy. Level seven. I'm getting there. I played for like three hours last night. <laughs> he ate those things that look like junk food, but actually helps you lose weight. <laughs> if you know what I mean. <laughs> what things are there? I don't know. <laughs> Can't believe Nicole dragged me away from my dinner an hour early, second day on the trot. 
What's H? Oh, uh, no. <laughs> go ahead. Say it. What's that Almost number? Almost got me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of snakes and ladders. <laughs> Heather almost got me. <laughs> you almost called six, LOL. <laughs> I know. I, I, I'm I almost there. Or, well, I, I'm almost, you're up 16, right? Yeah, he's off work today. Okay. Well, we'll play off stream when I go off stream. We'll play off well, stream when I go off stream. Yeah, you know okay. what? It's Monday. Shut up. <laughs> well, first, I got to call Danielle because I, I got to talk to Danielle today. Heather, you were close. You were really, really close. <laughs> as soon as I said the first three numbers, it was like, oh, hell no, 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 no. <laughs> I know. She almost got you. Yes, she is. You, it's Monday, Danielle. She's always confused. Yeah, no matter what day it is, really. <laughs> I can't lie to my kids already. They they know. <laughs> Mom's like this all the time. <laughs> all right, guys. So, shall we start out? Do you want to start out with your question, or do you want to, we, can do, we, we can do it either way. All right, go ahead. and. Okay. Hey, Mo. Hey, Mo, how are you? Okay, so as you guys know, Friday, if you were in the show, I, I gave you two questions. And I want to know if anybody got any research done on it or, or, or their thoughts about it. And if you remember, the first one had to do with the paranormal on whether or not, as we are talking to spirits, are they talking to us? Or are they trying to communicate with other spirits that might be on a parallel universe? Hey, Pammy. Hi, Pammy. Hey, Liam. Thank you for the ice creams. Hey, beep, beep. Thank you so much, Patrick, for the ice creams. I appreciate it. Even though it's cold enough here. <laughs> so, yeah. So, like... Think about it this way. If spirits were on par uh, parallel universes, like they can't see each other, but they can hear each other. Are they trying to communicate with themselves? Are they trying to communicate with us? Heather says, I think they're talking to us. Nub says, that is a good question. Nicole said, no, nah, I had a PC issues today, so didn't use my two brain cells. <laughs> And he says, all depends on what you're saying. And they are directing at us or someone or something else. But always keep in mind, too, if they're saying a name of a person that might be in that room, is that the name of another spirit that's on a parallel universe that they're trying to communicate with? So I guess it all really depends on how you want to perceive it. Right, right. But and I thought that was a good question. That, uh, is, that is a good question. Um, Father said, especially if they call you by name. And I just said that there could be another spirit that has the name Dave or Mike or whatever. Okay, Bug. I will, uh, right after the show, I'll call you. All right, honey, I love you. Thanks Bye, for Mom. coming in. I think they can communicate on different levels, Nicole said. We're actually going to talk about that today in today's show. It's really cool. Like, his question coincides. I mean, first off, we're going to talk about um, the bizarre phenomenon of, uh, no, we're not. 
we are. <laughs> I started way down the line in my notes. I don't know why. See how she is? I know. It's Monday. First, we're going to talk about the gray man of Polly's Island. Then we're going to talk about figuring out why some people hear the voices of the dead. And then we're looking into and asking, are we the key to communication? Then we're going to talk about the bizarre phenomenon of photography. Photography. And then, apparently, we're going to talk about, are we the communication again? No, we're not. That's that's yeah. a lie. <laughs> when he messed me up, he changed his name. Oh, did he? Damn Hot Wheels. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Last but not least, we're going to talk about the pineal gland and cycle abilities. Hey, freaky Hey, freaky geek. Welcome back. Double damn points again. I know. They've been doing it all. You missed it. They've been doing it all morning. <laughs> Patrick says, I found out that some are on different levels than others and can talk to us and, and on other levels to themselves. I'm good, Mo. Thanks for asking, bud. I hope you're doing well. Confucius say to be confused is being intelligent. But that's true. Well, I must be really intelligent then. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm always confused. Somebody, they figured out how to do that. Yes, it's the points. But it's on DLive. It's not on YouTube. Well, you can only do the point thing on DLive. No, you can on, on uh, YouTube because YouTube's, you got, that's how they gamble. Why can't I never gamble then? You can gamble. You should be able to gamble. How the hell do you do that? They got to tell you. <laughs> I think you could just point, put in, I gamble, and then how much money you want to gamble. Well, is it, you mean, uh, uh, yeah. gamble? or the exclamation point gamble? Yeah, yeah Andy just did it. Uh, no, uh, freaky, I did not eat on the run back, seeing how I was in a car. So, <laughs> Andy said, So, are those voices in my head my own, or are they some other entities? Could be both voices. What's up, KY? And Nicole said, so Missy and I are so intelligent. Hey, KY, how are you guys? I miss you. What's going on? Right, I got to try this. I've never done this. I don't even know if I even have shit to gamble with. I don't know. Well, you talk sometimes in the chat, so you should be able to. Not in D-Live. No, no, no. It's not in D-Live. It's in gambling's in YouTube. Well, let's see what this is. No, okay. All it says is I gamble. I gamble, and then the amount you want to gamble. Oh. <laughs> right, let's try this shit again. See if it works for chaos. <laughs> nope. No? Not, not enough money? Well, I don't know. You, you know. Oh, you just got to wait a minute. Andy, Missy, Andy says, Missy, I cannot wrap my around two things here. One, you allowing Eddie some money, and two, you letting him gamble it away, LOL. Fuck you, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's on at Streamlabs automatically, Nicole. Uh, Patrick said, there's also times when a senior person can see the dead loved one and friends just before they die. Yes, same with, that's why I started studying about the pineal gland and the glands around it because of the fact um, uh, 
like my dad would talk to his first wife who was passed away um, when he was just in the beginning stages of dementia and Alzheimer's. My shit don't work. Hey, Giggle Pickles. How are What's you? Giggles. My shit's not working. Well, Andy just gave you a lot of money, so. Well, Freaky gave me a, a thousand. Oh, okay. You're, yeah, your shit's just not working. But it's not showing that I have any coins or anything. Fucking YouTube hates me, I swear to God. <laughs> I lost five views on a video. <laughs> Apparently, Eddie's just not allowed to gamble. Son of a bitch, I'm going to Vegas. Fuck this. <laughs> Your shit don't work. Comes with age, too. Well, no, that still works. <laughs> All right, so our first story up is about the gray man of Polly Island. Polly's Island. He has an island named after him. Big deal. <laughs> it's not Polly in that sense. It's P-A-W-L-E-Y-S. Polly's Island in South Carolina is home to a quite famous ghost, the gray man, who appears just before massive storms hit to warn um, of those who see him of impending disaster. So he's a harbinger. Those who heed the warning survive, as do their homes. Who is the gray man of Polly's Island? Oh, hey, get out of there. Just one of my, <laughs> there, was ad, there was an ad popped up right as I was trying to talk. Just one of the many origin stories. Polly's Island, South Carolina, early 1800s. A young man is getting ready to visit his love. A love he has not seen in a long time, as he's been out to sea. He plans to journey to the other side of the island to see his beloved's home, to ask her for her hand in marriage. A young woman readies her home for an, unexpected, for an expected arrival. Her man, that she has not seen. Hold on. Has not seen in a long time. She prepares. Liam. She prepares the. What's that? Liam says, "My father, Eddie, you got to keep you on your feet with my name changes, as I can't stand on my own." <laughs> <laughs> she prepares the house, getting everything ready and perfect. As she was told, he had a surprise and something to ask her, and she was. It was a good idea, and she had a good idea of what that was. <laughs> At any moment, her beloved would make his arrival known, and hopefully after his, this evening, they would never be again away from each other for a long period of time. The man leaves his home with a companion on horse, eager to quickly cross the distance to the other side of the island. They follow the road for ways before deciding on taking a shortcut through a marsh and talk taking a more direct off-road route. As the sky darkens and the night falls, the marsh takes on an orange hue, but the man need not worry as he's making good time. However, his horse stumbles and he is thrown into the marsh. The water and mud quickly grip him tight and slowly begin to pull him under. Hey, Scoops. Hey, Scoops. Hey, Iga. Iga Digga. Hello, Iga Digga. <laughs> That's the person's name is right there. <laughs> His companion tries to reach him to pull him free, but it's just, but it's not just water he has fallen into, but the quicksand 
and soon he gets his last glimpse through living eyes as his world turns black. Back at her home, the young woman waits patiently, but her love never arrives. Soon news reaches of her of the tragedy that he's that has befallen them. Her love is dead, taking into the marsh. She is devastated and takes to walking along the beach on her own. One evening, while making her regular walk around along the strand, she comes across a solitary man dressed in a gray, staring over the ocean. There was something about the way he stood that seemed familiar, and curiosity got the better of her as she approached him. As just as she got closer, the man turned around so she could see his face. Her heart skipped a beat. She recognized her love. But how was this possible? Before she could ask any questions of the man, her love told her to leave. That Hi, the, Amanda. Hi, Amanda. That the island was not safe. Before she could protest, he disappeared. He disappeared. That's my word to my kids. <laughs> it came out. <laughs> It just disappeared. It disappeared. Just like poking on us. Um, her, more distraught than ever, she returns home and tells her parents of what took place. Whether they believed in the warning or not isn't known, but she was so distraught and determined to listen to her dead lover's advice that she left the following day for the mainland. When they returned to the island, they came home to devastation. A hurricane had gone through the island, destroying everything it touched. However, aside from the young woman and her family, one thing that survived the storm was their family home. Freaky he says he never leaves home, or he never goes out, so she's looking for the wrong Freaky. Foreteller <laughs> <laughs> for of Doom. This is one version of the origin stories of the Gray Man of Polly Island. Scooks, no, Beep is not Amanda. <laughs> <laughs> there are a lot of different versions but most tend to stick close to the version written here however they do differ as the identities of the young man who would turn in turn become the gray man some place him being the son of the original owner of the pelican inn found on the island some other versions state the gray man is the ghost of the pirate blackbeard obviously in this case the origin story is much different Regardless of who the gray man is, the story does not end with that one storm, or the story does not end with that one storm and the saving of that one family. The gray man is not an real, isolated event. Real quick, so Scooks isn't too confused. Scooks A.L. Skinner is Amanda in Beat Beat Lima. Liam. Is, or Liam, that's, that's Liam. <laughs> hey, Anton. Hey, Anton. How you doing, hon? So the gray man is not an isolated incident, but he has appeared to quite a few people over the last few centuries. And whenever, whenever he is seen, another massive storm soon follows. He is typically seen by only one or two people at the time. and is typically dressed in gray. Does not usually talk, but when he does, it's to warn. And when he does not talk to people, they get the idea why he's there anyway. If seen by a larger group of people, it's usually at a distance, such as when he appeared to a family in 1893. He was seen at a distance and was waving, not in a greeting, but in a warning, probably like an SOS. Right. 
The family seemed to just know what was happening and followed their instincts to leave the island. The following day, the Sea Island hurricane killed well over a thousand people, but the family was saved. The gray man does not appear, not always appear near the water, but is also known to appear inside the buildings and homes. Thank you for the lemon. Thank you, Amanda. In 1954, a newly married couple were enjoying their honeymoon on Polly Island when they received a very early morning knock at their door. Upon answering, they were greeted by a man dressed in gray. Thank you for the diamond. Thanks, kid. That's Ryan. Ryan, thank you so much for the diamond, hon. You notice I said, kid, you should have figured out who yeah, it was. I kind of figured. <laughs> <laughs> Upon answering, they were greeted by a man dressed in gray who told them that they needed to leave the island due to the approach of a large and deadly storm. Beyond the man, the sky seemed clear. But before the couple could question the man's warning, he disappeared right in front of them. One second he was there, the next he was gone. The newlyweds left the island immediately. And within days, Thank you, Hurricane Hazel swept through, killing many people and destroying many homes. <coughs> Thank you, Freaky. The gray man has been seen a number of times since most notably before Hurricane Hugo passed through the southeast U.S. states back, and became, the at the time, the most damaging hurricane in the record history. Actually, it, it, it was. It, it outdid, uh, that was the one with the A. Keith Christ. I know, I can't remember. I, I've been through both, I went through both them hurricanes in Florida. Right. But yeah, uh, Hugo uh, actually registered the biggest, strongest hurricane on record. However, for the devastation, these and other storms have caused Polly Island. One thing always astounds, the homes of those who see the gray man and heed his warning are typically spared or suffered a lot less damage than the other neighbors. Uh, if, if you were here, we'd give you coffee. Definitely. Uh, many believe the gray man not only saves the lives of those who he warns, but also may have a hand in saving their property. Could this be read, uh, uh, related to the Mothman? They think the gray, the gray man is like a harbinger. Like we think Mothman's a harbinger of death. Be careful. You see him get the hell away. Something's going to happen. Right. Um, so you have seen the story, Patrick? Um, I think it was Giggles earlier that said she thought, not this story, the one uh, prior, said she thinks she's seen something like that on Unsolved Mysteries. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of her, or, uh, not hurricanes, but there's a lot of harbingers around the world. That people are using, and I do. I believe in them. I, I mean, there's too many not too many coincidences, but too many stories. Right of getting those warnings. Have any of you guys seen any harbingers? He didn't get chicken fried steak, Andy. <laughs> um, I went. Oh, it's great man. That uh, story that giggle seen on uh, Unsolved Mysteries. Oh, okay, okay. Is it now? There's one also near a lighthouse too that is a harbinger. Giggle said I went through Hugo in a condo across the strip in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. I was in uh, Venice, Florida, 
uh, when I went through uh, Hugo. Patrick says, yes, they think he was a man that died trying to get back to his family in the 1920s. See, this is before the 19th. This, he saved that one family in like 1893. Yeah, and like it said in the story, though, there are a lot of versions of him. Different versions. Different versions of, of, the, of the origin. Thank you for the lemon specially, speci specialist. Specialist of needs. <laughs> Sorry. How you how doing, specialist? How Welcome. you doing? No, I think it was just on um, Holzer Files that they were talking about it. Yep, I went through, uh, uh, Giggles, I went through all them hurricanes. Thank you for the ice cream, Mr. Mankster. Welcome back, Freaky. Done making tea. Good to see you too, specialist. But yeah, so it's, you know, I definitely believe there's harbingers. Like, like I do. I believe the Mothman is a harbinger of death. That he's a warning. Well, you think about it. I say he, but I don't know if he's a he or they say, trust your gut instinct. Mm -hmm. That's the type of harbinger. It's, it's giving you warning. And do you know, I just read about that too. And it might be in one of these stories that I was just reading <laughs> that I have for today. But it's your gut producing... Um, its own like toxin to warn your brain or something like that. Don't look at me. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, don't quote me on that, but it has something to do. Something produced in your stomach. Shake that. Uh oh. <laughs> oh my God. Thank you so much, Mister Minkster. The hell are you doing, kid? Oh my God. Holy crap. 20 subs. Thank you so much, Rye. What, uh, what am I going to do with that kid? If anybody, if you're new here, Ryan, Mr. Minkster is my son. <laughs> Ryan, that's very sweet of you, Ryan. Thank you. You're right, Andy. Ignore me at your own peril. Andy says... Uh, our instincts took millions of years to evolve. Ignore them at your own peril. Right. Um, so we know you shouldn't quote me, freaky. <laughs> who's Mooner? Mooner, that's the that's what they become when they're subs. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, you'll never be hungry again, 20 subs. <laughs> Actually, we will because our subway's been closed for the last three days. <laughs> Look at all those mooners. I know they're all mooners now. Holy crap. Um, <laughs> Giggle said, I'm a medium. So you're warmed all the time. But I wonder if you would like, if it was something like a harbinger. No, Heather, you guys are the best. You are. You guys are the best. Um, so I wonder if, like, Giggles, if. Being a medium, or this goes for any mediums out there, that if they would get a different feeling seeing a harbinger. Meaning, do you think they would be afraid of it, or do you think they would know it's true intention? I think they would pay true intention right away, but I'm not sure. Do you know what I mean, though? I think right. I 
to me, it's like a two like different um, aspects. Do you know what I mean? I mean, it could be all right. Then, if you're gonna go that road, what would a clairvoyant be like with a a harbinger? Well, that's like a, a medium. Yeah, okay, but it's not quite a medium. Right. I wonder if they can actually see it through form. Hello. You know, where we would like it usually with harbingers, you see like you don't see it. Um, you might see the spirit of it, but you see the shadow of it. Did you miss the explanation of what, Amanda? And Giggles, I think you're right. A medium would, would actually pick up on its true intentions. Forgive me, did I miss the explanation of what that is? Well, that's why I asked her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I don't know what, what uh, a harbinger. Oh, oh a harbinger. A harbinger. Oh, a, a, a person that can give you a warning. Right. Um, like something bad or something, there's danger, something's going to happen. Right, right. No, Heather, I don't think they're spirit guides. I don't think they're guides at all. I don't think they, um, like, I think they're stuck, not stuck here on Earth, but they just want to warn people of what's coming around. Oh, no, Igadiga. I'm sorry. That sucks. Believe well, me. just to give you all a fair warning, we got some uh, serious weather getting ready to roll in here, so I don't know how long we'll actually hold on. It, it got bad out since the last time we out and had a cigarette, honey. Oh, really? Yeah. All right, a man who's never heard it called a, a harbinger. Okay. Okay. Have you heard of it called it something else? Like, I mean, a lot of people do believe, a lot of people don't believe. Like, we believe the Mothman is a harbinger of death. Like, they're a warning system. Like, something bad's going to happen. And people are going to die. Yeah. I know of the gut feelings and the visions that. I get before something hits. Right. These are actually people around areas um, that I would say suffer storms yep. down, you know, down in Florida, the hurricane. There's another one. I think it's, I want to say New York. <laughs> mooner, mooner, mooner. Um, <laughs> yeah, Patrick, you're right. Some, some spirits might just want to help. Could be argued that any spirit that warns a person is kind of acting as a guide. Personally, I was in the scouts, but hey, good for the harbinger for making it into the guides. Yes, Amanda, it, kind of like a messenger. <laughs> wow, chat's going like kind of quick. I know, I know. <laughs> God bless America. Who was it? <laughs> He says, well, if folks did not die, the Mothman could only be of danger, not death. You're right. Um, <laughs> it seems like every time he's been spotted, people thought he was the cause of it, but he's not. He was the one trying to give a warning, like when that bridge collapsed. Right, yeah. People died because that happened. Right, yeah. My abilities evolved recently. It was different. Yeah, when that happens, it's definitely different. It, it can freak you out. Good conversation. Yeah, definitely. YouTube, Andy, <laughs> YouTube, duh. Um, 
So, hey, Maria. Barbinger is kind of like the lost red letter acting as a warning before it's too late. Hellcat Mom was in the house. Hey, Maria. I believe so. I I really do, Andy. I, I really do believe that's what Harminger's is. Harminger's I knew what you thought. meant. <laughs> <laughs> Not the crud I wrote, because he said Barbinger. <laughs> I know. I, I, well, it's a typonism. We all know how to typonese. Yes, we all we all know typonese. <laughs> Amanda, I actually helped wake someone out of a room and helped him return his body by raising energy with his family for 72 hours straight. Wow. People on your podcast can't hear you when you mumble. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Amanda said, I actually helped wake someone out of a coma and help him return to his body by raising energy with his family for 72 hours straight. That's, That's pretty cool, Amanda. That is pretty cool. And now the person that is in the coma talks about butterflies and rainbow trails. So he was on his way. Wow, that's pretty cool. See, that's wild. I when it comes to people, um, Andy Barbinger, Barbie doll, come back as bad news spirit. Comes <laughs> <laughs> back as confused Kim. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um. Uh, I actually knew somebody that came out of a coma, and he said when he was in the coma, he lived like a totally different life. Yeah, he was so I, That's what I was thinking because like he, he goes, I had like a house and it was weird. Like, I don't know, you know, he really thought that he lived that life while he was in there. But when, so now it's hard for him to determine. Decipher the two. Yeah, decipher what's real and what's not real. It's like now that one you that you were in a coma that you were living but now you're back to this physical body. Right. Do you try to research and locate, did I actually live that life before? I think I personally probably would. I would try to point, uh, I saw points. I would try to research. All right, Heather. <laughs> <laughs> I would try to research if any of the things that I lived in that life were in this world. Did it coexist at one point? Yeah. <laughs> the person had a seizure. Hit us. Thank you, Nicole. Thank you, Nicole. She's giving out moon cookies. Yeah, it was pretty. It was pretty wild. Like he, I remember him telling me, um, like he had a hospital wing in his in his name because he had helped somebody. I mean, it was just very weird. See, maybe what you did was the right thing. Yeah, definitely. You got everybody on the same energy level. Yep. Same vibration. Definitely. So and that's hard to do. They were able to communicate with him through the song and prayer, and he heard it. Right. So he knew that they were there, they loved him, and they wanted him back. Right. So that's pretty cool. Definitely. Kudos to you, really. You follow Ronald. Oh, thank you, Giggle. Who's Ronald? Ron. Oh. Because he's my stream boss for D-Live. Well, I'm not used to somebody calling him Ronald. Right, yeah, I know. Who the hell is Ronald? <laughs> McDonald? <laughs> That's awesome. All right, so our next story is scientists are figuring out why some people can hear voices of the dead. 
Scientists have identified the traits that may make a person more likely to claim they hear the voices of the dead. Uh, Mr. Minster, wrong is the stream boss. You are uh, YouTube, YouTube stream boss. Yes. Uh-oh. I have a feeling it's not going to last long. Don't be sorry. What are you sorry about, Giggles? Oh, about Ronald. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. I'm just not used to somebody saying Ronald. That's all. <laughs> so what's really cool about this article, seeing this article, though, it it's very cool that people, scientists, are looking into this, to, at least to me, to my perspective. Do you know what I mean? Right. I think it's really cool that um, they're actually taking the time to study this instead of jumping to conclusions. Yeah, that the person's crazy. It's not like it's, you know, used to be. <laughs> Andy, don't be a snitch, Ricky. <laughs> Giggles, you can confuse both of them. Go for it. <laughs> Oh, talking about us? Confusing both of us? Yeah. That's going to be hard to do, though. Not really. <laughs> okay, harder so, to confuse me than you. True. According to Mr. Minster, I'll have to change it. You're probably the news boss, boss now. I don't think I have it up on the thing, but... I haven't seen it come up in, well, no, it comes up every now and then. Thank you, Ryan, for the Ninja Gini. Thank you, kid. I appreciate it. Well, everybody will be getting 200 lemons, you know, <laughs> for a while now. Ryan Scott! Oh, <laughs> <laughs> he likes getting me mad, I swear. <laughs> well, hi, Jesse, 13 in North Carolina. What the hell? Well, thank you for the follow, Paige. Thank hey, Paige. you, Paige. Thank you for the follow. What Mr. Minster. What people we got going on right now? I know. So, Why is everybody saying, is Ron here? I don't think Ron's in the Just because somebody brought up his name, everybody's like, hi, Ron. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't seen him come in. Anton received a one-month subscription. Boomer. Ryan, <laughs> everybody's a mooner. I'm a mooner and I ain't even subscribed. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for the follow away, Paige. Yes, definitely. Thank you for the diamond, Ryan. All right, Ryan. <laughs> Enough, kid. <laughs> Ryan Scott. Oh, Ron is here. Hey, Ron. Ron! Ryan Scott. Eight pages out. I'm, I'm not even sure how I got here. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Ron? Ryan Scott, I'm going to kick your ass. Bam like, from the fucking room. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, I'll get you to New York. Just piss her off. <laughs> the shadows guided you here, Paige. <laughs> Ryan, that's enough. He I, likes, I, you know what it is? He likes the, wow. I don't know why Jesse is putting on extra undies, but uh, that kind of worries me. <laughs> <laughs> so 
They don't moon. Oh. <laughs> Ryan Scott. No, Nicole, he needs to stop. And he does. He's got family to take care of. <laughs> Ryan be like, I'm all right. <laughs> give a shit. Thank you for the follow, B B Dig. Thank you so much. Boomer said, I guess I'd stopped in just at the right time. Sorry, invertedly. Oh, what the I would have rather seen it go to another. That's okay. Right, or, he yeah. bought 20 of them. Boomer, Ryan's buying everybody subs. <laughs> Question is, is it a 6-inch or a 12? <laughs> right? <laughs> All right, let's get on with the next story. We ain't getting through this crap. I know. It'll be another day of not being able to get through the stories. According to research, a predisposition... Pre predisposition in high levels of absorption in tasks, usually auditory experiences in childhood and high sus, sus always let's get all the, you know, stories with big words in them. Um, auditory hallucinations all occur more strangely in self-described clear audience mediums than general popula population. Stand by. Oh, what the <laughs> I know, right? I'm getting pretty good at that timing. <laughs> Thank you, Ron, for the diamond. I appreciate it. Hey, Ron. Ron said a diamond. Mooner, mooner, mooner. Thank you for the ice creams. They're having wars over here. I see this. Ryan's trying to get me not to go through these, get through these stories. <laughs> Now you guys see what I lived with with uh, raising Ryan. Uh, <laughs> not private, well, private Ryan. Well, yeah. Well, well he he's was. Not, he's he, not no more. Yeah, he's not a private Ryan no more. <laughs> Kids moving up in the world. Uh, Andy, there's a lot of meat with radish steak and horse. Oh my God. Well, Andy says, and I bet Andy says, and I was sitting here thinking Andy was gonna let a ripper. Go when he said stand by. <laughs> <laughs> Should we get the air? The what the hell is that? <laughs> the sound bite. Oh, but you can't hear it. Well, I'm scared because the eye points thing. <laughs> mayday, mayday, and he's gonna blow. <laughs> How many fucking women's did he send? I have no clue. <laughs> hey, Ruth, how are you? Hi, Ruth. <laughs> Don't mind. <laughs> oh, no way, Paige. That's not good. We talk everything. Every day is a different thing. Mondays is paranormal talk. Tuesdays is tarot readings. Wednesdays is uh, cryptids, <laughs> aliens, UFOs, all that good stuff, conspiracy theories. Thursday is more on the spiritual witchy side, and Fridays is I do freaky news Friday. That's weird and then we news. roll right into Saturday and Sunday with me. And then yeah, is everybody having fun? <laughs> <laughs> well, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> no, I thank you so much, Bob. It's always a party in here, Ruth. Yes, always a party. Right? <laughs> oh, Restream is just the name of the, the service that I use. If you look past the Restream bot, there should be a name there. That's who's saying hi to you. 
So no. somebody else just sent a diamond, but it's Thank not coming you. up. Thank you, Ron, for the diamond. <laughs> Thank you, Nicole, for the ice cream. Well, geez. Yeah, I must mean I. I get it. That's all right. That's all right, Amanda. I, I understand. <laughs> yeah, and sometimes we just chat and shoot the shit. Kind of like what we got to do right now. <laughs> yes, Mr. Meister. <laughs> but no, we just, yeah, we just talk about different things, and that's what the channel's all about, usually. You should do a let, let's get this party started alert, Shadow. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I don't have that. We'll wait for it now, anyways. <laughs> Eddie's new, when he, Eddie messes up, I'm going to, his new slap. <laughs> Andy's Andy's sound is the <laughs> I have to get sounds for everybody. You ain't got a big enough board. Or I can beep them. I know, right? I'm gonna have to get the upgrade. The whole goddamn wall will be a <laughs> I I can just uh Oh my god, Ryan Scott! Thank you so much for the coffees. Ryan just bought 30 coffees. What the fuck, kid? You're going to make Eddie mad. You're going to make him very mad. Hey, Terry. What the hell was that? That's the coffees popping in. All this shit's going on. Ron sent another diamond. Ron, thank you so much. Ron, thank you for the ice creams. They're having wars over there. Holy hell. <laughs> <laughs> Heather, I know, right? I'm waiting for it. <laughs> hey, man. Oh, what the fuck? I is. know. <laughs> Andy, Missy needs another upgrade. Now Some... Giggles is going at it. <laughs> Thank you, Giggles. The Lamones. <laughs> Andy said, uh, Missy needs another upgrade. Sounds expensive for you, Eddie. You ain't fucking lying. <laughs> Kid, I need to borrow money. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good, Scoop. That's great. Good to hear. I got my health covered, too. I water it down every day. <laughs> I think so, upgrade is his equipment. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you for your last two lemons, Giggle. Oh, thank you so much. You didn't Giggles. have to worry about or do it for us, but I thank you. See? Welcome back to the Dark Sides, Mittens. Thank you, Ron. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wants to hear the stories today. <laughs> Obviously, they want to hear the ching, the ching. Yeah, I know. They think they're at Vegas. Yeah, right? Everybody's a winner. <laughs> you better drop like 600 fucking lemons in the goddamn chest today. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> So, spiritual's experience of clairvoyance and clairaudience, the experience of seeing or hearing something in the absence of external stimuli, and attributed to the spirits of the dead, is the great scientific interest right now, both for anthropologists studying religious and spiritual ex experiences, and scientists studying pathological hallucinatory experiences. You're going to lose our viewers. Giggle says, come to the dark side. We we got soft batch chocolate chip cookies. Cookies? Cookies! 
<laughs> no, Andy calls us uh uh we're the dark side. I Maester says I want stream boss. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you got it by now. I got I'm, I just gotta change it. I damn sure wouldn't doubt it any. <laughs> I haven't put it on my screen. Um, well, it's kind of hard I, for you to do that while you're in the middle of the show. Yeah, too. I can't do it right now. In particular, research would like to better understand why some people with auditory experiences report a spiritual experience, while others find them more distressing and receive mental health diagnosis, which is true. Some people, when they have a, a an experience like that, whether they see something or hear something, there's some that are like, oh, that's cool, let's develop this. And then others are like, what the hell's going on? Get scared and, and go into depression about it. So it's cool that they're looking at that aspect of back and forth. But why do they, they look at it like there's something mentally wrong with the person? Why does it have to be that something's wrong? Right, right. Why can't it be like, damn, they connected? What is wrong with that? And I think that's why they're looking into it is to find out why this is why some people think that and others don't. Um, spirituals tend to report unusual auditory experience, which they are positive, start early in life, and which they often which that makes sense if they're younger and your cards are not working. Oh, I haven't. Oh, oh Jesus, God. Ryan, what did you have us do? I haven't put them back either. Remember, this is the new computer, so I haven't put everything on there. Terry, what's up, buddy? Terry Screws. Yeah, no, I saw him coming. Well, I said hi earlier. Well, fuck, how the hell did I miss him? I, I don't know. I'm not allowed to say the word cookies. <laughs> <laughs> not me. It's all Ryan. I wouldn't get slapped. <laughs> you would get slapped. Here, I'll slap you right now. <laughs> All right, let's keep going. <laughs> Andy, I can't believe that, Ron. I've seen ladies' handprints on your face. LOL. <laughs> That's his mom slapping him. <laughs> um, so... Which I can understand that what I was saying, those spiritualists tend to report unusual auditory of experiences which are positive because they start early in life. Hey, so she can't find the like button on, uh, she's very new on DLive. It's it's not a like, um, they don't do likes on, on DLive, it's just the follow. That's the only thing. A lot of people, when they they just start on DLive, say it, it buffers a lot. Look at my hair. Oh, my God. Seriously? Sorry. Oh, sorry. Are you on YouTube? I can give you the link, or somebody can give you the link to my chat in YouTube. Thank you, Ruth. I appreciate We appreciate that. Oh, don't go to wee shit. It's been I, 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 so don't change it now. <laughs> Yeah, no buffering on YouTube yet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, it's buffering over there. That sucks. Um, I do, but I I haven't been there in a long time. 
<laughs> giggles. No, giggles. I don't have Discord. Well, you do. You're in the gaming one. Remember yeah, we? Fucking, yeah, like. I got YouTube and Facebook, period. That's all I freaking know. <laughs> we try, Ruth. We try. <laughs> all right. Let's go on with the story. Uh, hello, Paige. Glad you made it buffering and all. That's true. She made it through even though she's buffering. Yeah. Yeah. If somebody could drop my YouTube channel in. um, Oh, thank you, Andy. Yeah, I got too much shit going on my screen for me to try that right at the moment. <laughs> so, understanding how these develops is important because it can help us understand more about distressing or non-controllable experience of hearing voices. He and his colleagues, psychologist Adam Powell of Durham University in the UK, recruited and surveyed 65 clairaudient mediums from the UK spiritualists National Union, and 143 members of the general population recruited through social media to determine what differentiated spiritualists from the general public who don't usually report hearing the voices of the dead. Overall, 44.6% of the spiritualists, spiritualists reported hearing voices daily, and 79% um, said the experience was part of their daily lives. While most reported hearing the voices inside their head, 31.7% reported that the voices were external too. The results of the survey were striking. Compared to the general population, the spiritualists reported much higher belief in the paranormal and were less likely to care about what other people thought of them. The spiritualists on the whole had their first auditory experience young at an average age of 21.7 years and reported a high level of absorption. That's a term that describes total immersion in mental tasks and activity or altered states and how efficient or effective the individual is turning out the world around them. In addition, they reported that they were more prone to hallucination-like experiences the researchers noted that they hadn't usually heard of spiritualism prior to the experience rather than they had come across it while looking for answers. And that's usually how we do find spiritualism, the, what we believe in everything. It's a lot of research of finding yourself, right? Giggle, I'd never take it as a curse. There's a reason why you, you've been offered that gift. Right. And, and you're right, though. A lot of people do see it sometimes as a you just want to shut it off. And, you know, in the general population, high levels of absorption were also strongly correlated with the belief in the paranormal, but little or no susceptibility to auditory hallucinations. And in the both groups, there was no differences on the levels of belief in the paranormal and susceptibility of visual hallucinations. These results, the researcher says, suggest that experiencing the voices of the dead is therefore unlikely to be a result of peer pressure, positive social content, or suggestibility due to the belief in the paranormal. Shadows has Twitter. Yes, Moonshadows1 is my Twitter. Instead of these individuals adapting, adopting, or sorry, instead these individuals adopted spiritualism because it aligns with their experience and their personal meaning to them. So it's never influenced on them 
they were just looking for answers and said, oh. Amanda says, my mother refused her gift and tried to shut mine down before I adapted to it. That's tough. So that's a good way to stay strong, accept your gift, and, and, and learn how to use it not to an advantage. Thank you, Heather. But to, you know, use it as a gift. That's what it is. But see, I don't believe it as a gift. I believe we all have the ability to be clairaudient, clairvoyant, clairvoyant. Which are gifts. It's sentient, up to us to be able to accept them and learn how to use them. Right. But I'm saying I believe we are all gifted with all senses, all gifts. It's just, thank you so much, Heather. I appreciate it. I believe that we're all, we all have every gift there is. You know what I mean? Spiritualist whether you're spiritualist or not it's just opening up and accepting it like you said further research they concluded should explore a variety of culture contexts to better understand the relationship between absorption belief and strange spiritual experiences of ghosts whispering in one ear um but all those but all of those experiences may result more than having certain tendencies or early abilities that from simply believing in the possibility of contacting the dead, if one tries hard enough. And that exactly falls in what a, if you um, believed in, in the paranormal or whatnot, you're more susceptible, susceptible I believe. Yes if that no. makes sense. It, it does. But just because you believe in the paranormal doesn't necessarily mean you're going to believe in being uh, a clairvoyancy medium, you know, because that's not a part of, of your main thought. Right, right. So your main thought is, is I'm, I'm, I'm out here hunting spirits. Right. But now I got to try to wrap my mind around the fact that you can see them. You can talk to them. Right. Does that kind of make sense? Yeah. Andy says, but if one tries hard enough, could you not be manifesting the experience in the, themselves? Yes and no. That's up to the own person who has the experience to figure out. <laughs> That's what makes it so hard, seriously. When you when especially somebody that comes into their experience or their their gift later in life, it's hard. You think you're going nuts. Well, like Patrick just said, most people can't experience it, think that mediums are a psycho uh, fanatic, uh, it, which is a mental illness. Right. It's really believing in yourself. Um, Like, I knew, I mean, I okay, Patrick, hurry back. I knew I was uh, clairsentient from, you know, I've been clairsentient all my life, but I didn't know how to control it as much as I do now. And the most amazing part that has happened to me since I've been with you is I've slowly started opening up. Right. Of my, I've got other senses that are starting to pop into me like, hey, 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 don't well, forget me. I didn't know, like, I knew Claire, because I'm Claire sentient and I'm also Claire Cognitz, which is just things come to me and I don't know where they come. You know, like I told you about, you know, even with Ryan, like, I think he's a little bit clairsentient or claircognizant because, like, with computers and that, and he knows how, I mean, he's smart, too, but, like, I'm not smart when it comes to really about tech stuff. I just like tech stuff, 
But I, if something's wrong, I'll automatically know how to fix it. And I don't know where that comes from. And that was from me. I but never you, knew what it was. But when you don't know how to fix it, you're smart enough to walk away from it. Right. Give and yourself I, a few minutes. Come back and you're like, boom, 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 damn, boom. it was that simple. Right. Amanda, a lot of people with uh, childhood cancer or childhood diseases, you're absolutely right. They get treated differently. And, and and there's no they're no different than anybody else. They're still human. And it's not you know it's it's not that people mean to treat you different. Yeah, they do. Not I don't believe that. I don't believe that because I think it's a lot like people don't know how to handle stuff like that. Now I'm different because of the fact that I grew up with a um. They're kind of like my brothers, Bobby and Dave. Yeah, the one with the blood disease. Right. They had uh, our well, they well, Bobby's passed away, but Dave still is around and and still has thalassemia. Now, a lot of people just don't know how to handle it. They don't know how to be around it. And a prime example is that we used to play football all the time. But if you think about it, they don't know how to handle it because they don't know what it is. No, it's listen to what I'm saying. We used to play football all the time, and Bobby and Dave, we would, they had to wear um, a pump, okay, and they pumped medicine into them all the time. And we used to play tackle football, and I grew up with them playing tackle football with them with their pump on. You know what I mean? And you'd be afraid to hit them, but no, I wouldn't be because I grew up with them oh, playing it. Right. I but mean. my friend Linda, when she came to play football with us, she's like. How do I, do I, can I tackle them? And it's like, yeah, they ain't going to slow down and not tackle you. You kicked their ass. You know what I mean? But because I grew up with that, I knew that it was okay to, you know, but I, hey, Shrimp Shack. What's up, Shrimp Shack? Um, I think a lot of people just don't know how to react. It's not that they mean to treat anybody, you know what I mean, differently. I, I, I get what you're saying, but at the same time, there are people that do treat you differently because you're not the same as them. There, yeah, there are some assholes. No, I mean, obviously, people than you are. Right, they think they are anyway. Okay. Right. Okay, I gotta step away for a second. Okay. Okay. Welcome back, Patrick. Hi, Patrick. I'm leaving, Patrick. <laughs> That's right, Ryan. Go long. Just don't stand underneath the tree. Yes. Yes, Ryan. Go long, but don't stand underneath the tree. We know what happens when that happens. <laughs> My fiance is the first man that actually accepted me for who I was as an individual. Yeah, Amanda. I mean, you know. And that's the thing, you know, they, they think because the person is sick or is sick, they need to be protected. Definitely, definitely. And as a parent, I can't imagine, I mean, knock on wood, my kids have all been healthy. Thank you for the $15 tip, Anonymous. Holy crap. Ryan, is that you again? No, you'd put your name. Thank you. Whoever tipped $15, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, I'm not in the room. I appreciate it. Yes, I, I, 
and he's yelling at me. He's like, I'm not in the room. I appreciate it too. <laughs> we appreciate it. Thank you so much. Seen any wildlife? Just birds and bunnies. That's all. And Eddie. Fuck you. <laughs> Andy is the first who accepts me for who I am and not who I need to be. Exactly. Yeah, and anonymous, freaky. That means anonymous. <laughs> no sea lions. No, we don't need to go see no sea lions. Nope. I've seen one close enough. That's good enough for me for the rest of my life. <laughs> um. But yeah, I mean, I mean, like I was saying, knock on wood, my kids have been healthy all their life. And, but I couldn't imagine, I'm sure, like, li listen, I'm, a, I'm, I'm not so much, I don't know, I don't know if Brian's still here, but I, I'm not so much a, heli a helicopter parent. I'm not that bad, but I am very protective of my kids. Thanks, guys. So I can't imagine. Jack, I am not jumping in that goddamn water again. That shit was cold three years ago. That was enough. <laughs> um, I'm not gonna lie that I. Thank you, Freaky Geek. Thank you so much, Freaky Geek. Um, uh, how, yeah, hovering basically. Um. <laughs> You're the best around. You Absolutely. Guys. Every single one of you. But um, if they were ill, I'm sure I would po probably be a lot worse. It's funny, though. When they get sick, I become the strong one, and you become the paranoid one. I know. Usually, I'm the strong parent. I'm the strong one of the whole family that I, I'm very, like, you know... And I'm the laid back one. Right. It's kind of like I look, I use that affirmation of, not affirmation, but the analogy of, of when I took Ryan on the Tilt-A-Whirl. I was scared as hell. I hate rides. I hate rides. But seeing him laugh took away my fear, if that makes sense. He was having such a great time and laughing his ass off that it took away my fear. No, Andy, I'm sorry. I'm, I, I don't have that fucking problem. <laughs> <laughs> I make sure that it's it's completely drained. <laughs> but you know, but I was freaking out. But, but he, when they get sick, you're the one that becomes a nervous wreck, and I'm yeah. the one that now stands up and I've got it. I'm parent. Yeah, yeah. I go because because of the fact that I'm a worst case scenario thinker when it comes to my kids or loved ones. Yep. I'm a worst case scenario. Oh my God, they're dying, and yep. they got a cold. You know, <laughs> they got a, they got a runny nose and a cough, and they're dying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I will say, my my daughter Danielle, <laughs> when she was like four, four no, it's five because she was in kindergarten. I don't know what you're going at. The puffy eyes. Oh, she she got allergic <laughs> to something and like she woke up and it looked like two somebody punched her in both her eyes, like her eyes were puffed shut and everything. That was the scariest thing. That was the scare. Like I was freaked out about that. But within 24 hours, she was fine. Yeah, yeah. The next day, she was fine. Her eyes were back to normal. 
Um, I mean, and I, I'm sure they gave her some medicine. Probably steroids. No. It's probably amoxicillin. That's what they give for everything. But, uh, <laughs> but that freaked me out. Ryan freaked me out when he dislocated his finger by going head over tea kettle on his, um, what do you call it? Scooter. I don't know what you call it. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and then my oldest, she put her whole hands through glass window. Had to get 32 stitches. And, and, and you can tell that I was being a stepdad when, when you have a stepdaughter having a seizure. Yes. And yeah, I that can, freaked me out because I never dealt with that before. And I can run three blocks yeah. and beat an ambulance there that's only a block away. Yeah. Didn't even sure. I wasn't even sure if I was at the right house. My kids put me through a little bit, but... Remember that? I, yeah. I wasn't even sure if I was at the right house. But you stopped. It was that instinct. You stopped and... No, I didn't even stop. I just turned and ran right up the stairs into the house. Yeah. Like, I knew. I understand that some people would consider what my mother did as sheltering me. It was torture. I was locked up in a room. You're mumbling again. Oh, sorry. <laughs> It was torture. I was locked up in the room alone 99% of the time. Yeah, that's... Yeah. That's not sheltering. That, that's, that's... Yeah. Sorry, that's ignorance. But Eddie was the first one, like Nicole said, Andy was the first one. Eddie's the first one where I came to turn with... Um, I can be myself. Like I can tell him if I have a if I'm having a bad day or a good day. Although he does still annoy me when he looks at me and goes, "What's wrong?" <laughs> Giggle says, "Eddie, who's the older woman that's standing behind you?" The only woman I could think of would be my mom. Or my mom ready oh, to slap yeah. you. <laughs> does she look like she's ready to slap me upside the head? Well, that could be either or. That would be yours. <laughs> <laughs> And it's funny because just before I read that, I, I had a cold chill run down my back. Really? Yeah. All right. Shall we get on to the next one since it's 1120? Yes. So are we the key to communication? And I brought this up. I wanted to read this because of the fact that I think it's a pretty cool way to look at things. You guys know how I am. I'm very, when it comes to looking at things. You're optimistic. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm not opti I'm open-minded. Oh, well, that's optimistic. Well, yeah. <laughs> so, but I want I would like to get your guys's opinion on this. So, psychic protection works on the concept that we can create a ghost with our mind. Tulpas, right? While spirit communication works on the basis we are communicating with a person who is once living. What if one cannot work without the other? Um, real quick, Giggle says she is smiling, wants you to know that she loves you. Oh, that's, that's probably my mom. mom. Yeah. Yeah, I lost my mom a few years back. So, um, yeah, when it comes to, now all the links will be down in the description if you want to read more of this blog. Um, she's awesome. And so she says, I was recently typing away on a completely different subject when I had what you would call a bit of a light bulb moment. And I had to come here and share my thoughts. It's nothing groundbreaking, and probably many of you already believe or think this way, but it's a little bit of revelation for me, so I wanted to share. If you read the blog often, you will know that I'm quite a rational person with 
a touch of spirituality and an interest in parapsychology. And it's cool. And I think that's why I go keep going back to this blog is because she thinks a lot like I do. Do you know what I mean? It makes sense. You, you're attracted to the same thought. Right. It's an interesting mix, but one I enjoy because I go into things with a level head um, while being open-minded to many possibilities. I was reading through some of my older articles on psychic protection. I love reading through my old thoughts because of the way they're always evolving and changing. I often use, um, okay, let's, let's get down. No, it didn't bother me, Giggles. Trust me, that did not bother me. It actually, it made me feel really good to hear that. She says, I often use Blackrock House, which is a location she runs, Paranormal Taurus from, an example to get her point across when she comes to psychic protection. She says, we take our guests into a room and explain that there's Annie's in the room. There's this Annie, in, this is Annie's room, and she's around 56 years old and passed away in her sleep. She was a servant and liked to cook bread, etc. I have a room full of people now focused on her story. We are starting to ask questions like, Annie, did you break, bake some bread today? Annie, did you break some bread today? Annie, did you break some bread? <laughs> <laughs> You're not Michael Jackson. Is the activity that follows happening because Annie is in the room trying to communicate with us or is it because we are focused on her story that we are unwillingly making it happen? We've talked about this before. Yes, we have. You have probably heard me say this hundreds of times and you know what? It, you know what? It still, still really fascinates me and it fascinates me as well too. Um, I've seen some people do what seem to be amazing things when it comes to psychic protection that has made me believe that it is indeed possible. I never really took ideas with this any further and never questioned why. I've always had more, or I've always been more concerned with the how. The how is what I often theorize is related to the pineal gland. And we're going to talk about that too. Yes, Ricky. It's kind of like manifesting, yes. Yeah. So it's like, are we manifesting the story around her? Are we seeing the story that we've heard? Or are we seeing her life? Right. The thing is, the pineal gland is the way we are able to psychically project why we are doing it, especially if we're not aware of it. In 1972, the Philip experiment was conducted with a group of parapsychologists met on a weekly basis for over a year that thought they could just focusing on pictures and a story about a made-up ghost. We've talked about this before. And Andy knows, too. He said the pineal gland so similar to the eye of Ra. Right. Um, so that you can manifest this ghost just with a group of people focusing on this information. While they felt it, it was a success. A key point here is that they were knowingly and willing to do it yes freaky the third eye in many psychic protection theories the people were said to be doing it unknowingly well this is what i thought anyway until i decided to approach it from a different angle what if we actually need spirit which many believe is our soul or consciousness of, fine, a, of a person who was once living to implant the idea or answer Maybe when these things happen, to it's a combination of spiritual influence and psychic protect, projection. 
A lot of people believe that when you think of a loved one that you're thinking about them for a reason. It is because they are with you. What if their influence over you is the first part and you are the second part, second piece of the puzzle? Okay, now that, that you said that, okay, and, and I don't know how true this is and, and how it works, whether it works in a spiritual world or paranormal or, or anything like that. But I've also heard many times, like if me and you were talking mm -hmm. and, and I go to say, Missy, you know, but I say another woman's voice or say anybody's name mm -hmm. that that person at that point in time is actually thinking of you. Right, right. We've all heard those stories. Yes, definitely. You know, um, maybe uh, it may not be as simple as them being able to just leave their voice on tape or making a device light up. Maybe they are giving you the information and it's up to you that somehow are making the words appear on the tape or the device to light up. Okay, so we're back to the self-manifestation of that voice is there because I wanted to hear it. I made that voice appear there. Right. I made them lights light up. It was my energy that did it. Right. Now, you can remember the other day what had happened when you were doing the dousing rods and I took my energy and I went like that. They crossed. Yeah, they moved. Right. And Eddie got mad at me because he's like, will you stop? <laughs> Because I was trying to use my dowsing rods. But because I know how to accelerate or blow up my energy, I'd say. Maybe they are giving, oh no. Sometimes people hear things differently. While we all attribute to this, to pareidolia, what if we were meant to hear it that way? What if the way we hear it is part of the influence of the spirits? And I think, I think that goes back to the way I what I talk about with the spirit box. I really truly believe that we hear different people talking, right? We hear when we're all listening into a room, right? We're all watching a live stream per se. Everybody will hear a different voice. So most people, yeah, some will hear different, a different word come through the spirit box than others. And I think that's because you were meant to hear what you heard. They were meant to hear what they heard. And that's why I hate when they say, they, they'll say the word and now it's, it, it, they're beating it in your head. It's like, that's not what I heard. Right. It is hypothetical. The human pineal gland produces DMT. Right. Yet most governments have the stuff listed as scheduled one drug. And we we failed. all fail a drug test. Right, yeah. What I like is when you think of somebody or a name suddenly pops in your head and then the phone rings. Yes, that is freaky. But when that name pops into your head, though, during a conversation or just sit, that person at that point in time is thinking of you, you're making a connection. Right, right. Um. Well, two mediums can be in the same room and get different. Absolutely, Patrick. That's been proven. Yep. So can two clairvoyances be in the same room at the same time and not see the same thing? All right, keep going. Okay. If I go back to my little Annie story, we are in her room and we start asking questions like, Annie, did you bake some bread today? 
Don't do it again. Uh, I'm, I'm, you know. <laughs> I know you bit your tongue. You're trying real hard. I saw that face. Most people <laughs> are probably thinking yes in their head because they want to get the answer to the EVP or on a piece of equipment. If the word yes does come through on whatever method you're using to communicate, is it Annie responding or is it our collective thought? I got to interrupt you because Annie just brought up a good point too. Another thought for you. When you get that thought of someone and suddenly they're calling you, can that simply be a glitch in the matrix? Definitely. I mean, we're all connected. We're all spider. Everybody in the world is spider web together. Okay. We all have that. And this is just my theory, of course. You know what I mean? Um, it's all the theory of we're all connected. So even if it's somebody we don't know, I think that's why we meet somebody for the first time and we feel like we've known them forever. Right. It's that connection. Um, as for the glitch in the matrix, it could be, it could be a signal shooting up somewhere. Um, Giggles, uh, if you got a minute, we can talk after the show, um, if you don't mind, but, uh, no, I haven't, nothing to belong to my mom. Everything that, that I, I should have had, uh, ownership of was sold from out, from underneath me. So, yeah. His yeah, father kind of screwed him. Yeah, I got fucked over. I lost all my medals, my my dress blues, everything. Andy's wanting to mess with us big time. <laughs> but it's a great question. It is a great question. It really is. All your guys' questions. I think the only thing I had that on me that belonged to my mom was my love for her. Right. Right, yeah, Andy, same as um, Mills. I can't say that word. The fungal oh, mass I'm talking about, not the fruiting body the mushroom. Thank you. The fungal mass I am talking about, not not the fruiting body mushroom, etc. I get it. Um, Giggles, matter of fact, add me on Facebook, Giggles. Just look for Eddie Harlem. You'll see uh, me and Shadows together. You'll know who it is. Many people say that we are capable of psychical ability. Psychical? Here, I'll put it in chat so you can read it. And you'll sound it out for me. Or you'll sound it out for me. We gotta wait for it to pop up. <laughs> Physical? No. That's that's psych. Psychical. Psychial. Psychial. Ability. Some are just more tuned into it than the others. When we have these thoughts or answers in our head, I know I often think. <laughs> I know. Psychical. 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 Yeah, that's... Hey, Patricia! Hey, Patricia! How you doing, hon? Welcome, welcome. I know I often think that it's just my brain anticipating or wanting an answer, but maybe it isn't. Maybe it is some sort of spiritual influence. Is Annie the one who indeed is answering, and we are all hearing it in our mind, 
but it is us that is projecting the response to the the equipment. You're projecting the answer. We say that spirit needs to use our energy to able to communicate. What if they need our mind? I've always said that I don't think that there is one set of explanation for all paranormal phenomenon, but I think that it would be not thinking that would be naive. I do think it's a combination of things, but when I thought that way, I didn't necessarily think that it would work together in a way I mentioned above. Maybe there is something to it, or maybe I had just been stuck at home too long, <laughs> she says. But I think the concept, I know I will be exploring more. So what do you guys think? Maybe they do need our minds. We have to actually present the, the equipment. But it's them influencing us? I don't know if they need our body. But I think they do need to use parts of our energy. Like, to take on the voice box. To give them a voice. Right. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Definitely. Uh, the human mind is like a radio tuner. Most people live in the problem-solving state of consciousness. But many can expand this and adjust the tuning of the mind to receive others. You're absolutely right, Andy. Right, Andy. And I think a lot that goes with that is that we have to stop thinking of what other people think of us. If we, Do you know what I mean? Once you take that weight off your shoulder of, I don't care what people think. I know what I saw. I know what I heard or whatever. Once that weight is lifted, you give yourself room to expand. They need the energy of your belief. Don't fumble. They need the energy of your belief to ex of their existence to make a connection. That scared the shit out of me. It does every time. Right, and, and that's another way, Amanda, that's why um, Heather said they need energy for sure. Amanda, I think that's why I believe truly that we all make up our own world. <coughs> Whatever, if somebody believes in cryptids, they're going to be apt to see a cryptid, more apt to see a cryptid. If somebody believes in paranormal but don't believe in this over here, they're more apt to see something paranormal. Well, Amanda, Amanda's right right there. She says, because if you don't believe it will happen a lot of the time, you won't see or hear them. And, and you're absolutely right. And it's not so much the fact of whether you believe it or not. If they want to show you, they will show you. Right. If they don't want to show you, now is when you get the inkling in your mind, well, this can't be real. Right. Iggy Digga said, well, sometimes you are not expecting anything to happen, and it just happens. Even when you're sleeping, things happen, so maybe it just depends. And that's definitely, I agree with that. It definitely depends. Absolutely, Giggles. That, that's why I told you, add me on Facebook. Uh, you can add me on Messenger there, and, and we'll talk. I appreciate it. Thank you. Right. You know, like, different things work. That's why... When it comes to this channel, I try to bring up different ideas, especially on Thursdays and that, um, to, of opening up your mind. Because what might work for me might not work for you guys and vice versa. Exactly. That's why I love talking with you guys about this stuff because it, it opens up my mind to get me thinking, well, hmm. Is it possible? 
let me, you know, and that's why I, you, well, usually I keep a notebook. I didn't today, but yeah, yeah. Um, because I, I like, like, I really write things down because I'm like, I want to think about that more. I'm trying to figure out who the hell is he calling mittens? Mittens is, was in the room. Well, apparently Mittens is still messaging or something. Nicole's I haven't seen message one from Mittens. And I, I'm not seeing Mittens either. I don't know. I'm confused. <laughs> oh, Igadiga oh, that's is right. Mittens. That's right. You know, I knew I knew that name, too. Son but I didn't want to feel stupid. No, I just feel stupid. Son of a bitch. Uh, I know. I know my shit on. <laughs> Nicole says, I know what I sense and see, although some say I don't. Exactly. Not listening to them of saying, well, maybe I didn't see that. Or, you know, we all do that to ourselves anyway. So when we have a, somebody coming in saying, you know, you know, that's, you know, you don't, that's not what you saw. Why? Let them empower you like that, you know, when, well, sometimes when you're not expecting anything to happen, oh, I just read that. Exactly. Like uh, Amanda says, like, if you believe strong enough that you can reach out to someone about something, if they believe it, also oh. they can hear or see it. Yeah. I try that all the time. I do that to Eddie. I do that to my kids. I'm like, Ryan, call me. Ryan, call I, I sit there and try. I've tried that my whole life. Right now, Ryan's pissed. Why? I want Stream Boss to well, be live. Ryan. Angry. I'm sure you're Stream Boss. <laughs> you can't change it during the show, kid. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you're probably Stream Boss. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Giggle sent you a message in message. Okay. I'll. I'll We'll get it. We'll get you guys. <laughs> um, Andy says, but that could be because you're not pushing it away consciously at the time. You are opening your mind and allowing these things access to your inner ear, so to speak. That's yeah. That's a good way to, you know. What was it Patrick tried that didn't work? I know Speed said so much in reading. It's like two weeks to meditate. It's hard to meditate. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Mittens is like, <laughs> she came back over to YouTube. She's like, I, I won't confuse him anymore. Oh, no, it's fine now. Now that I know who it is. <laughs> and Andy says, don't apologize, Mittens. I, I love it that. when Eddie looks confused. <laughs> <laughs> now that I know that. It's funny because when she first came into the room, I was like, I know that. I remember that name from somewhere, but I just. Andy just whipped on you. Better that way, Giggles. Missy can, Missy can read. Yeah. She can read very well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Listen, it's Monday. No picking. What the hell does it have to do with any day that is No picking. Why? I know, I know. <laughs> I can only hope. <laughs> See, we need a list. I know, right? Thank you for the tip of $15. Is that Anton? 
No, it's anonymous. Oh, who, who, who did? Fucking Ryan. Fucking Ryan. Don't Kid, make, I'm telling you. Don't make my New York come out. Well, I knew what you were trying to do, Andy, but I was trying to flip it around on Missy. Oh, Patrick was um, saying, but what Missy was trying to contact people with your mind. Yeah, he's tried that before, and it it, it, I, it, it can work. I think if I really get into a meditative state. I mean, think about that day and that everybody started thinking about nubs, and then all of a sudden he popped up in the fucking That's room. That's true. Multiple times we've done that. It's just a manic Monday. I, I know it's. Freaking Ryan doing that shit. Farkin' a farkin' Ryan. <laughs> Kid, you need to stop or I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to try to kill you with another tree branch. <laughs> yeah, I know, Andy. Nubs, time to make an appearance. No, that, I would shit right now if he showed up. That's right, Ryan. You are fam. Absolutely. Stop what? Nubs was here at the start. Yeah, well, no, no, no. He wasn't here at the start. He was here long before the start. Yeah. <laughs> and then was gone. He just wanted his, his message pinned. I can at times read what a person's thinking at the time. Yeah, Patrick, I well, I can do that with Eddie. Yes, you're right, Amanda. You say pizza enough and Eli seems to pop up. Yeah, that's another one. Exactly. Yeah, you know <laughs> what I'm talking about, kid. That, yeah. Go ahead with your fears a little me <laughs> <laughs> this um oh. oh what the oh. fart I didn't see that you you thank you <laughs> <laughs> so the next story is about the bizarre phenomenon of thoughtography now this kind of coincides with what we're talking about right so in modern times photography um, everybody ha can do it. Nearly everyone has a camera in their pocket at any given time. Sharing if you photos. Got a goddamn phone, you got a camera. Right. Sharing photos and <laughs> posting them to the internet at a staggering rate, never seen before. Yet, what we take for granted today has a has a long, often strange history, with many detours along the way that are truly odd. One of these is the pursuit of the idea that photographs can be taken of mental images, pictures taken directly from the mind. And we're here to get in a truly strange phenomenon that is still discussed and debated today. So you're thinking you can take an image from your mind, using your camera, take a picture, but the image in your brain is what shows up on that picture. Right. Okay. With the old school cameras. Well, yeah, like the Polaroid and yeah. shit like that. What is now known as thoughtography, also called psychic photography, is in essence the concept that the image from the mind can be projected outward to imprint on a photographic film or plate or even other objects such as paper or even stone. I don't know. That, that's, that's, that's a little uh, far-fetched. Basically, it's the idea that mental images can be preserved upon certain medium as surely as any other photo photographic process. And while it may seem far-fetched, the concept has been around for a long time. The idea that mental images can be focused and transferred into objects, onto objects, not into objects. Well, we can do that. It's called manifestation. In, in Amanda, me and uh, Shadows is actually the same way. She says uh, with my fiance, 
he and I are connected so well that he knows when something is wrong before I even say anything. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah, and, and he knows when I'm upset by the amount of snot I leave on his t-shirt. Oh, is, is that? Yeah. <laughs> the idea that mental images can be focused and transferred into objects onto objects like this is not a particular new idea mentioned in one way or another from the 19th century in the early as in as early as 1893 the famed inventor and innovator Nikolai Tesla was talking of the concept toying with the idea of creating a machine that would allow your thoughts and images in your mind to be projected into a device like a television Tesla would say this in his wild theory I became convinced that a definitive image formed in thought must be must by reflex action produce a corresponding image in the retina, which might be read as a subtle apparatus or a suitable apparatus. So the thought form might he thinks forms in the retina. This brought me to my system of television, which I announced at the time. My idea was to employ an artificial retina receiving an object of the image seen as an optic nerve in another retina at the place of the reproduction. What's up, paranormal circle? Hey, circle. How you doing, hon? Both being fashioned somewhat like a checkerboard with the optic nerve being part of the earth. Tesla never did build his imagined machine, and at that time thought a Photography was still rather obscure. In 1910, Tomokochi Fukurari, I know I said that wrong. The Japanese guy. Yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> an assistant professor of psychology at the Tokyo University in Japan would conduct experiments on what he called ninja or spirit photography with a group of alleged psychic women who would go into trances and imprint images into photographic plates, including shapes and Japanese writing characters. Fukurari would later call these images photographs, coining the term, and although his work was never taken very seriously, most criticized his unscientific and even fraudulent. He nevertheless brought the concept of the public consciousness and launched its popularity regardless whether Fukuraki <laughs> had his name changes every time has really produced these mysterious images or not many others would follow in his footsteps to try and create photographs on their own one of the war more well-known cases of supposed photographer comes in the 1960s when a hotel bellhop from Chicago by the name Ted Ciaros, began climbing, claiming that he could use his power of the mind to produce images on Polaroid instant film. He claimed that all he needed was to do was to hold a small rubber or paper tubular device he called a gizmo to his forehead <laughs> and concentrate while aiming an undeveloped, undeveloped Polaroid film. Now that's interesting that he had something to kind of focus He's projecting it. Right. Yeah. And the reason I say that is because, um, Celebration time. Chocolate, chocolate moon cake time. Thank you for Thank you, Freaky Geek. 
what the reason I say that is because like a lot of times when when it comes to the witchiness of everything, um, our tools that we use, like our wand or our athame or anything, it's so we can focus. You know what I mean? We're drawing that energy down through the wand to make our circle or whatever. I was going to say confirm, but. Well, even that, you know, it's to make us focus. Like now, now that I'm older and been doing it a lot longer, I don't need any tools. I can just do it. But it would kind of put me in that state of, okay, it's time to focus. So Sirius also claimed that the images came through a portal of his mind. Sirius also claimed um, that he didn't actually see. Wouldn't that be the uh, piano land? Wouldn't that be a portal? Kind of, yeah. And that he didn't actually see them when he was transforming it to film. These strange claims caught the attention of the Denver-based psychiatrist, Jewel Eisenbald. Eisenbud, who decided to test out Sirius. Although Sirius displays were very theatrical, because he was like, you, there's pictures of him where he's like, uh, um, oh, 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 Cam's barbershop. Welcome. Can you show me some pictures you took from the powers he claimed to possess? Okay, nobody claimed to have powers in this. Nobody room. claimed to have powers. We're talking about a story. Okay, and usually like 85% of the stuff that, you know, we talk about is... We debate it. Yes, we debate it. We go back and forth about it. It's just a discussion. But nobody in this room ever claimed to have powers. Thank you, Heather. So Eisenbud would come to the conclusion that Sirius was the real deal, that his powers were genuine, going on to write a whole book about entitled... The world of Ted Saros. Heather, Heather, please just take care of it now, please. Because you can tell right now it's... The book was a fairly big hit. Look at Chad. <laughs> Ryan. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Um, the book was fairly big hit at the time, attracting a lot of publicity for Eisenbud and Sirios. But... It also attracted much attention from skeptics. It was thought to have that he using sleight of hand tricks or small lens with a photographic transparency attached or some other photo altering device to the inside of the gizmo to create the image. But even then, how can you do that? It was also argued, I'm sure you could, but I don't know how. And it was also argued that he was claiming with psycho, um, Claiming was psychically impossible. In particular, Canadian-American stage magician and scientific James Randi, if you're into the paranormal and skepticism, you know who James Randi is, who made a whole career of trying to debunk paranormal and pseudoscientific claims, set his sights right as Serios, saying, if Mr. Serios did not use a trick method, all the rules of psychic, particularly of optics, everything developed by science over the past several centuries must be rewritten to accommodate Essenbud's opinion. No such revisions have been found necessary. 
Um, Patrick asked a, a kind of a good question there. Uh, one question I have is the digital recorder can pick up an EVP. Then can someone with a hearing aid hear a spirit? Well, yeah, I'm, I'm guessing they would be able to because what a hearing aid is used for is to help you hear. Right. It's not to focus in on an, uh, a spirit. It's just to help you hear things. Right. That's why a lot of people use parabolic mics, though. But is this going to enhance the sound of a spirit? I doubt it. Right. I think with with the EVPs, they're just trying to enhance the sound of a spirit. Um, Like with a diode um, monitor. Mic? Yeah. Where it just... doesn't have the ambience of the room. It right. just picks up spirit noises or spirit talk. And I am getting close into dialing in our portal box. I'm getting very close to having it dialed in. So we're going to do it one night. We're going to lock off the room. and. So, I mean, you know, it's pretty interesting to say the least. Do you guys think it can happen? Do you think we can? I mean, I think anything can happen, but do you think we could with old film? I mean, I don't know how you would do it today with digital. Do I think you can produce an image from your mind onto a Polaroid picture? I'm taking a picture of the woods. But in my mind, somewhere I've seen this picture before, but I've seen shit in there. Right. Do I think that I can take that same exact picture and project the thoughts in my mind onto that film? No. No? Nope. Yes, but both have mics to hear with. Really right. Patrick. Oh, I see it. I see okay. it. Damn, this was a fast show today. It really was. It went by fast. I can't believe two hours have already gone by. Excuse so, me, one hour and 53 minutes and 20 seconds. Or I will leave next week's, this last one, about the pineal gland to next week. Andy, and, and, and again, when you say when there's 10 people in a room and only one here is a spirit, that is what that spirit wanted, that spirit wanted that person to hear it. Had nothing to do with anybody well, else. In that yeah, room. and I think that's why another reason why it goes to say that people um, have their own worlds. It freaky, and that's possible too. And he said how some find Bigfoot, they project the image from their mind. That's absolutely possible. Um, we were watching a program the other day, uh, and they were talking about how this, how tall this, uh, I'm going to wait a second. <laughs> You're the best. But they were talking about how tall this uh, object was and, and the foliage around it and this and that. So there is no definition. Could that have been a Bigfoot? Hard to uh, tell. What the fart? Exactly. And it would have been hard to tell. So, I mean, have they proved that Bigfoot is real? Yes and no. There's been enough visual evidence. There's been some 
physical evidence, but there's been no definitive proof that this creature walks the earth. But again, it all depends on who the person, like, you know, there has been people that have seen it said, I don't give a fuck what you say. I know exactly. what I saw. Same thing as a spirit. Exactly. Or a voice. Exactly. Same I know with what aliens. I heard. I know what I saw. Aliens and UFOs. That's why I'm saying. Except me on the Shadows group on Facebook. Oh, Lord. Okay, I will. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, Mr. Meekster. Yes, I will. But, I, I mean, I, I think you, no matter how you look at it, whether it's spirits, whether it, it's uh, fairies, whether it's Bigfoot, whether it, it, it all depends on the person itself. If you are meant to receive an image, if you are meant to receive a voice, then you will. Right, exactly. But if it, it it's not meant for you, you're not going to see it or hear it. Exactly. That's And that's the thing. That's why I think I believe, honestly. Whoa, Freaky Geek, can you reword that? Because that just does not sound oh. right. Freaky geek. Yes. Um. <laughs> we probably could, Amanda. If we, oh, if you had a, is Bigfoot. Yeah. Oh, Nicole, I just got him as well. <laughs> yeah, what? She accepted Mr. Minster. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, Freaky Geek, you need to reword that. Uh, I mean, we're friends and family and, uh, you know, everything, but that just did not sound right. <laughs> <laughs> Tell but, Shadow she's spreading herself. <laughs> I know. What the hell, Freaky? <laughs> Shh. Duh. It's, it's our secret. <laughs> no. But, um, you know, I honestly didn't. My belief, I, I haven't, I haven't uh, conquered it yet. But my belief is that we can do anything that we want to do. We can manifest anything that we want to manifest. It's getting that mindset and the right vibration and everything. It's, Fuck you, Andy. And he goes much longer without a haircut. I'll show you Chewbacca. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Heather. Thank you, Heather. I appreciate. It. I mean, we appreciate it. Because <laughs> remember, the eye is the new week. That's so. right. All well, right, guys. Uh, I am opening up the chest. <laughs> Freaky geeks, it's not going to be a secret when she does it via Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, I want to say hugs to the ladies, fist bumps to the gentlemen. Stay safe. Stay strong. We'll get through this, and we'll see you guys again tomorrow. As I open up the chest, get over there and. On D Live, I'm opening it up now. I'm hitting it. All right, it's going. So 30 seconds. If it doesn't pop up for you, hit on the chest and it should come up. Patrick, there's been many states where they found puffs of fur and that that they have no um, connection to human DNA at all. Hold on, Heather's facing a rocket. <laughs> Amanda, we love you too, hon. Uh, you guys are the best. I love you guys so much. Thank you so much for being here. And really... have a wonderful night. Day, I don't know where you're at, so enjoy whatever <laughs> time you have left. <laughs> it's not letting you it... click? Click on the chest itself. It already came up, so it's too late right now. Oh, That's shit. weird. I don't know why that would let you. 
All right, Heather got 94.0, Patrick got 54.1, Nicole got 39.6, Freaky Geek got 31.7, Igdiga, Mittens, we now know that. Yeah, it's got yeah, 26.6. Again, thank you guys so much for being here. I We appreciate uh, each and every one of you. Thank you for the Lamont, Heather. All right, all right, all right. We get it, we get it, we get it. <laughs> I, Thank you, Patrick. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Yes, you guys are amazing. You, you. Here it comes. Have... <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate, we appreciate each and every one of you. Let me go back to the cams. Um, we will see you tomorrow for Tarot Tuesday. Oh, boy. See, she's kept me off the cards for a couple of weeks, so I might be a little rusty. You're right. You guys, I hope you guys have a wonderful day, night, morning. The rest of whatever you have going on. Right. <laughs> I love you guys. We love you guys. <laughs> Be safe, take care, and we'll see you tomorrow. Uh -uh. Remember, find something today that makes you smile with your eyes. Love you guys. Mm -hmm.